to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast. I'm joined by Lithuanian star of Arizona women's golf, Gile Bite Starkute. Gile, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, golf in Lithuania doesn't pop in my head right away as the sport. Obviously, it's a, a country known for basketball, but you are a college golfer coming out of there, and I know from experience that Golf isn't as big in that country as, as most people would think. What's golf like in Lithuania? Um, it's definitely growing. Let, let's put it that uh, that way. But for me, when I started playing golf, it was a very, very small community. We had one or two courses. My dad got me into golf. And it's been a process because I think growing up, the average age of people that I played with was probably 60 or 65. Mm -hmm. And uh, with all the res respect, they taught me so much. But... I didn't know a lot about junior golf. I never knew about the opportunities that stand behind golf. And as I kept playing, as I never gave up on the game, as the results started coming in, uh, it kind of became my life. Um, and right now I can't even imagine my life without it. So so it's you're probably one of maybe five college golfers or professional golfers, maybe ever less than that to come out of Lithuania? Uh, I believe there were two tries to study golf and be in college uh -huh. uh, yeah Not i think two tries yeah two tries i think so <laughs> and two courses maybe three in all of lithuania? right now we have five five so but when i started playing we started in the first golf course in lithuania so it uh, it was definitely a start for everyone for the greenkeepers for the management team for everyone so but i mean i can't complain it turned out to be good <laughs> what are those courses like back home um I would say that they're very, very difficult. Right now, thinking on what sometimes we play here and thinking about back home, they're very challenging. And sometimes, uh, let's say, talking about handicaps and, and uh, amateur golf, not a lot of people have good handicaps at home, but it is so hard to play well in those courses. There's lots of water. There's lots of uh, forests around the course. There's just a lot of obstacles. <laughs> So growing up, and you mentioned that your, your father helped get you into golf. Yeah. What were the other sports you were playing as a young as a young girl? So badminton was the only one that I was actually playing for seven or eight years. Badminton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, it was just recreation. For me, it was a very important thing, too. But I came to a point where I had to choose golf or badminton, and I chose golf. You chose golf. <laughs> yeah. So you, you played in a couple of of junior tournaments and, and had some international competition and, and coach Laura now tells a story about how she kind of discovered you yeah. and, and was actually going yeah. to look at somebody else and saw yeah. this this girl just tearing it up and was like, I gotta know who this is. And, and that was yeah. your first introduction to that. And, yeah. I, and I, I don't want to rehash that entire story, but that first time of meeting coach Laura and really mm -hmm. kind of college golf, as it were, getting on your radar. What was yeah. that like? So for me, I never knew 100% that I wanted to come to college and play golf. I knew that it was an opportunity, uh, but I never knew 100%. So for me, I was looking into university. I was I was sending my resumes out. And then that, that tournament in England that coach was talking about, I knew that there were a few coaches that were interested in me. Um, coach at the moment was not one of those coaches, <laughs> which is funny. Um, so I, I remember just like hitting balls and like just, just playing on the course. And I see these like shadows of coaches walking around, just like looking at you from the distance. And I mean, Coach Laura was one of them. She talked to my dad and from there, it just went really quickly. A few months later, I was in the US in my official visit. <laughs> so, so your your first 
time in, in, in Tucson is obviously for your official visit. Was that a first time in the United States or first time out West? It was my second time in the United States. I was here in 2016 for a tournament, but that had nothing to do with college golf. Where was that at? Uh, Florida. It was in Florida. Florida. So, so that was the only place that I visited. You've been to Florida and then you'd come to Arizona. <laughs> yes. That's the second time. Yeah. First, that, that visit to Tucson, what, what struck you? What did you take away from it? So for me, that was actually my second official visit of that trip. And I remember the first visit, I kind of like got a grasp of what college golf is. And then I came here and I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is this is the place to be with the facilities, with the all the things that we get with, college, with the education, with athletics. It, it really blew my mind with how much we can get here and how much everyone invests in you just to become a better player and a person. So now, uh, obviously Arizona women's golf has a very strong international makeup and you were a part of that because of your, you know, coming from Lithuania, that transition, I think is maybe not discussed as much in college athletics for international student athletes to mm -hmm. travel five, 6,000 miles away from home, yeah. a new country. Maybe you've only been to once before, yep. uh, language barriers, what was that transition like for you as an international student, but also as an international student athlete? So, um, I mean, I was nervous in the beginning, obviously. Uh, English is not my first language. Uh, and I actually have been learning English only for, um, since my freshman year of high school. So was it been five years, six years now, which, uh, which I think was my biggest fear uh, because I thought I couldn't communicate with people. I did have some background in academic English, which gave me a little bit more assurance that I can do this. Uh, but of course I was nervous. I didn't know anyone except for the coaches here. Um, and I mean, I just went with the flow. There's so many people who support you here and that guide you through the process. And having the coaches here, having very, very international people on the team helped me a lot too, because I didn't feel that different because I had so many, just a diverse uh, environment around me. Um, it wasn't easy, but America became my home, my second home. So I, I, I must say it was good. Yeah. What was that first practice like? So you're mm -hmm. here, you're, met, you're meeting people, and now it's like, now I'm golfing yeah. with some other really amazing players who have, you know, maybe at that time you had some older women on the yep. team as well. Yep. What was that first practice like for you at Arizona? So for me, that first practice was my first team practice ever because in Lithuania, I was a single player. I was practicing with my dad most of the time. <laughs> so uh, for me, that first team practice, I mean, I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know if I could talk to people, if I could just like, I just had to grind and just practice all the time. Uh, but but it was good. I mean, it kind of put me in the routine and understanding what, what actually practicing is because at home, I just went off what I needed to work on. And it was not definitely three hours. It was more like an hour and a half every single day. <laughs> so, so it put me into a very good routine of working, I would say. And I remember my second or third practice, I was late to practice, which is not the way to go with coach Laura. And uh, after that, I remember I was always 10 minutes before the practice began because <laughs> I do not want to repeat being late anymore. Now, Part of that immersion process for you, and we talked about it, was just the diverse culture mm -hmm. and the different different walks of life in Arizona women's golf. Um, you know, you're talking teammates for you from Taiwan, mm -hmm. France, England, Italy, the United yeah. States. How did that impact you mm -hmm. as, as a person? I mean, for me, I think it may be more tolerant because coming from uh, Lithuania, which we don't have a lot of international community there, it's mostly Lithuanians. So coming here and meeting so many different people uh, with so many different backgrounds, it made me understand uh, what it means to 
uh, feel the inclusion and feel the diversity on the team, I think, because um, sometimes you have to tolerate someone or some behavior that is so normal in their culture that is so not normal for me. So, for example, for me, my freshman year, everyone thought I was really mean because I would not say hi to people when some random people would say hi to me. Because at home, we just don't do that. We, we just don't talk to people we don't know. So that was my that was my beginning here. Everyone thought I was really mean and I was always just not nice to people. And it took me a few years to realize that, oh wait, I have to be actually much warmer and much more open to people here in the United States. So having people from Italy, uh, I mean, a lot of people from Europe is very similar to my culture. So I love, I absolutely love that. But having uh, now friends from Taiwan and America, it's, 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 it's great to see the diversity of everyone. It, it, I love it. How has the culture of the program changed it and it's meaning to you now that you've been in it for a couple of years you know and you mm -hmm. come in as this wide-eyed freshman from Lithuania <laughs> who doesn't say hi back yeah. to people to now you've been around it you you're you're an upperclassman mm -hmm. and and you have younger folks who are coming in in similar yeah. situations you were a couple yeah. of years ago how is that for you now that mm -hmm. you've had a couple of years in the program so i think for me we went through a lot as a team over the past two and a half years i mean a lot <laughs> and for me uh learning the whole process step by step as you said from being a freshman now as i'm a junior i feel that i have um the possibility to actually not teach but maybe guide those freshmen and tell them some things that they might not know yet but they will need to either figure out um by mistakes <laughs> or i can just tell them before that and they 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 know how to act in certain situations what the coach expects from them what the team environment and team work ethic is so for me right now, I feel like I have I've been here enough to to say some of those things to the the freshmen the yeah that we have right now. Now your your golf journey here in Arizona, um, you know you, you go through the COVID cancellation, mm -hmm. uh, spring of 2020, and you sort of grow, you develop, you become this kind of fixture for the lineup, and you see it. And and from my perspective, you see it grow from Pac-12s at Stanford. And you go right back to Stanford again for regionals, which was weird, yes. to NCAA championships. Yeah. And obviously the iconic moment for you and for the team yeah. of playoffs, 19th yeah. hole, Stanford, yeah. who you've just played for a third straight tournament. Yeah. And it's the made-for-TV putt for, from you. I'm yeah. going to call it 40 feet. You can tell me 45 or, or more, you think? I think it was a little bit less than 40. On, on, the, on the French, just, yes. just on the French. Yeah. yeah. Walk us through that entire moment for you from when you were walking up to the green. I know Coach Justin was, was with you and, yes. and that whole just surreal moment for you. Yeah, so I just remember all of those holes just as parts of the time. I, I, I remember, I, I don't remember half of it, but I remember walking down the fairway and uh, I think I was really nervous. I looked really nervous. So Coach Jay was just repeating breathe and breathe and breathe to me because I guess I was not breathing. <laughs> and then on that green, again, I don't remember a lot, but it was just the feeling of, I saw how many people were standing there. I knew that it was on TV. And it's just, um, there are those times when you stand on the fringe and you know that you can make it when the flag is in. I don't know, it's just like this feeling that you sometimes get as a player. And I remember the last words from Coach Jay were, just make a G and it, it, it went in. <laughs> and after that, I just remember the whole entire team just screaming and running into me and it was the most amazing feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah, it was obviously made for TV on the Golf Channel, yeah. uh, sent Arizona to the semifinals of match, of match play of the, of the Gen State Championships for a third consecutive year. 
the only program in the country to do that in the last yes. three, three uh, NCAA championships. Now, part of that journey for you was also playing alongside for, we'll call it two and a half seasons of the All-American Tatum of Vivian and you saying yes. ho. Yes. Obviously, All-American golfers, Arizona legends in their own right. What did you take away from, from playing alongside those two? From you and Vivian, uh, I mean, for me, they're idols. For me, they're people, golfers and people uh, as a general that I want to strive to be, uh, honestly. And uh, from Vivian, I found that she's such a peaceful and calm player. And for her, it's, it seems so easy to watch her play. It's, <laughs> it, she never makes a mistake. It's like fairway, green, a putt or two, par, easy. So for me, sometimes I get this urge to outcompete myself. And then I sometimes remember Vivian that she knows what she's doing. She trusts herself and just following the process of golf. You don't need to rip your drive or 400 yards just to make a birdie. Sometimes you can just play it in the middle, the middle of the green and make that putt in. <laughs> um, and then you, you, the complete opposite of Vivian. <laughs> so I feel like I have both sides of them sometimes creeping into my mind. And you, you, I think for her, uh, it is unbelievable how well she handles pressure uh, because she was the one who shot six or five under at uh, PAC uh, regionals mm -hmm. to put us internationals. So for me, I saw her putting for those birdies and for those pars and she was so calm and steady and I, I don't know how she handles that pressure, but <laughs> it is impressive. So for me, for me, from her, it's that, it's the pressure handling. Now, I, I wanna get your thoughts and, and a little bit of a scouting report as it were on uh on the rest of the team this year yes. um give me give me the first thing that comes to your mind whether it's them on the core on the course or maybe off the course something that that just jumps out to you when when you hear their name money chang money the nicest and sweetest person in the world um for me i know that you will get so much love from her when you see her that you can just walk there and you know she's gonna give you a hug so for me <laughs> she, she's the most loving person that exists on this earth Maya Benita. Oh, she's she's my little sister. Um, I mean, my other half. <laughs> I don't know if she's my older sister or younger sister because we are smart in very different parts of life, and uh, we just always make fun of each other. It's it, it's it's fun. <laughs> Caitlin Whitehead. Uh, Caitlin, um, it's we've I've known her for a semester now, but we've developed this very funny friendship where. It's based on kind of just making fun of each other. She so she's definitely she makes me laugh every single practice. Lils, uh, Lils, uh, she has this hidden part of her when she's actually a really really funny person, but she can also be really quiet. But when she starts laughing, you're gonna start <laughs> laughing too because oh she's she she she's so funny. She's so funny, but she needs to show it to people. How about Carolina? Uh, so Carolina, she probably has. Uh, the best game that I see on our team right now. And for me, she has such high expectations of how she should play that for me, it's an inspiration, I would say. I see her play and sometimes she complains about how she played and I wish I had shot that. <laughs> so. uh, besides telling you to remember to breathe. Yes. <laughs> Coach Justin. Coach Justin, I would say uh, my best friend on the course during tournaments, um, as he walks over, Again, he makes me breathe. <laughs> and uh, uh, I remember I had this thing uh, towards the end of the season last semester where instead of being nervous, I started chewing gum. So I remember we, I think it was 
regionals or maybe Pac-12s where we both needed gum at the same time. And we were calling coach that we both need to go, so that she needs to drive the cart right now because we both need to calm down and chew gum. <laughs> yeah. All right, and, and we'll end it with Coach Laura. Coach Laura, I think, is the person who, with one look, can uh, make me go into um, a mindset where I need to get it together and start playing. And also at the same time, I think uh, she should be sponsored by uh, Diet Coke because uh, <laughs> we see her drink Diet Coke every single tournament. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Diet Coke powered Coach Laura. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of golf in Tucson, yeah. uh, obviously uh, the program plays on a variety of the amazing courses here around town. Give me your toughest hole in mm -hmm. Tucson. So um, I think it would be on the gallery golf course um, up north in the mountains. And there's this one par three on that course that I don't know how many play, how many times we played that course recently, probably like 10 times. I did not hit green that on that hole <laughs> once. I always have to make it up and down. It's this very much downhill par three, always into the wind. And I don't know what club to hit on that hole. It's been from eight iron to a hybrid. Wow. It's like my whole entire bag <laughs> and I can never hit a green on that hole. <laughs> All right, tough par three on gallery. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit away from golf for you, mm -hmm. Gile, on your your studies because mm -hmm. you're in the prestigious Eller College of Management, um, one of the top rated schools on mm -hmm. campus, majoring in finance. Mm -hmm. What drew you to that? Why did you want to get involved with, yep. with finance and business on that side? So for me, I mean, I've been exposed to just business my whole entire life because my parents own a company at home okay. so i've seen every single part of it from just being a consultant in a shop to doing counting uh, up in the office so i always knew that i wanted to go into business and but i never knew which exact area of it and then as i started talking about uh, to my parents about what i should choose i realized that i want to go into something very specific and mostly about numbers so finance was it and now as i think about it i just think I don't know what path exactly I want to try, but anything from uh, wealth management seems interesting right now uh, to just being in corporate finance and trying that out too. But um, I don't know, I love numbers and I love when everything makes sense and everything is in order. So I think finance would be a good fit. Absolutely, that sounds like it. What's been uh, uh, one of your biggest takeaways or your favorite part of being a student at Eller? I think the community of very, very smart people because last semester I had, um, the opportunity to work in a lot of group projects. And usually I don't like group projects because everyone's slacking, nobody wants to do the work. <laughs> and I was in an amazing group where everyone was so invested into the projects that we did. And I saw people from very different majors, from accounting to MIS to just marketing or management, and I was finance. So for me, it's the community of very, very smart people and you can learn from every single one of them. Community of smart people, yeah. community of awesome golfers. Yes. <laughs> Life is good right here at the University yes. of Arizona. I want to thank you, Gile, for joining us thank for this you. episode. Gile Vite Starcute, the Lithuanian sensation of Arizona women's golf. The team has the Lampkin Invitational coming up outside of San Diego. Let's remember the gum and remember to breathe. <laughs> thank you.